Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thanks so much for joining us today on LifePoint. I'm glad you're listening and I hope your day is going well and I hope it continues to go well. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for a great day, a great day you've given us to live, to enjoy life, to be a living witness for you. I pray we would live for you every moment of every day. And Lord, when we trip and fall, that we stand back up again and we rise to the occasion and be men and women of God, making a difference in the lives of all those around us. And Lord, I pray for obedience, that we'd be obedient to you. Lead us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'd like to talk today about someone very familiar to you from the Bible, if you've read the Bible, and that is Jonah. Now, you might know as a kid, they would always say, you want to hear the story of Jonah and the whale. Of course, we know it, Jonah and the big fish, because it never uses the term whale in the Bible. We just know that a fish large enough to swallow a human and for the human to live inside of it probably had to be a whale or some other kind of fish that we're not familiar with. But anyway, it's a, it's a great story and there's a lot of truth to it. There's a lot of people who think it's not true. A lot of people think the story of Jonah and the whale, Daniel and the lion's den, uh, the three in the fiery furnace, all those stories are just stories. But folks are from the Word of God. They're God's truth, and it's laid out. Yes, things seem impossible, but we serve the God of the impossible. The book of Jonah doesn't identify the author, but most think it was written by Jonah himself, though it seems as if it was written by a third person. So one can't say for positive that Jonah wrote it. It certainly looks that way. I just want to talk about a few key points from Jonah today and tomorrow, so I hope that you'll tune in and that you'll get something out of it that I'm just not talking to the wind. But of course, we know Jonah fled from God's call to go preach to Nineveh. God told Jonah, I want you to go and preach to the lost in Nineveh so that they could come to know God. So Jonah, well, he decided he didn't want to do that. He decided, like a lot of people do, that he would run from God. And God was very clear that these people in Nineveh would live wicked lives. They needed to hear about God. You know, God leads all those who will listen. But like Jonah, so many are disobedient. I've heard people say they would never want their children to go into full-time ministry because it's so uncertain and not financially sound for them. Folks, I'm telling you something. We need people in ministry. We need people in pastoral ministry, youth ministry, uh, children's ministry, music ministry. We need people. People in even this ministry here at the radio station, KBXL, it's a ministry. We have a number of people work here. They're virtually ministering in, a, in a various ways and reaching many, many people. When are we going to begin to trust God and follow His will for our lives, and not our own. The Bible is very plain that in the last days that we'll be enticed by the world and all it has to offer. Folks, you're seeing it now every single day. If you're watching news, you are seeing what the world is offering. You're seeing how the world lies. You're seeing how the enemy deceives. I hope that you are above that. I hope that you are spiritually sound, spending time in God's word, spending time in the house of God somewhere. Let me tell you, the time is now to get busy 
and start living for Jesus Christ and walking with him because the world wants you. The world wants you to fall victim to the enemy. He wants to take you down and he's going to continually work on it. You got to stand fast. Well, Jonah, he decided to go on a cruise of instead of following God's plan on uh, to go to Nineveh. But the cruise went bad. <laughs> Have you ever gone on a cruise that went bad? I know a lot of people during COVID did, and they got stuck in the cruise. Well, we, I've been on a number of cruises. We love cruises. And we were on a cruise one time, and we leave in Galveston, Texas, and we had 70-mile-an-hour winds on the boat, and the boat rocked. But, like, but the ship was huge. And, you know, we noticed it some. I mean, so much the, the, the fact that about everybody on the boat got sick including me, and I don't get seasick, but it was that bad. You went and lay down in your room until the storm ceased. Well, Jonah's day, they could the ships would sink easy because they weren't made like today, and so they, they had to be careful. And Jonah, so Jonah recognizes why the problem is caused. The guys upstairs, they're, the guys that are on deck out there thinking, why is this happening? Maybe it's that guy. Maybe it's that Jonah. And Jonah knew it was his disobedience that God was punishing it's too bad in life. We have to wait to be disciplined. We have to wait to turn things around until things get really bad. I know people, and I know people that have had struggles in their life, and they continue to struggle and continue to make poor decisions, and they come, they come chasing after you when they're in trouble, which I'm glad they do, but in a sense, why are you putting yourself in that position? It's time to be disciplined. It's time to turn, turn things around. If you have things going bad in your life now, if your family's struggling, are you, I got to say this, is your family faithful in the house of God? Are you faithful with God's people? Are you faithful in prayer? Finally, he talks, talks them into throwing them overboard. And I don't think anybody would want to do that. And reluctantly, they didn't want to do that either. They would have done many other things. But they did as Jonah had said. And immediately upon Jonah being thrown overboard, the storm stopped. I imagine that had quite an influence on the guys on deck. Said, well, this must have been true. This must have been the issue. You know, and of course you would think Jonah thrown into the sea that he would drown. Most people would drown. In fact, almost everybody would drown. But God wasn't finished with Jonah yet. And he sent a big fish to swallow Jonah. And it did. Swallowed him whole. Jonah was inside a big fish and somehow stayed alive sitting in a mass of joyous flubber, probably wondering why he wasn't dead. Can you imagine that? I've thought of that many times, trying to picture Jonah in a well for three days, just laying there, just thinking you're going to die. He probably didn't even sleep for those days. Or maybe maybe the rock of the of the big fish made him fall asleep. I don't know. But it was it had to be just a horrible, horrible thing. It wasn't like you see in pictures growing up where you see a, a big fish and you see inside the fish there's a guy sitting there with a campfire going on you know and making s'mores it wasn't like that at all it was it wasn't it had to be nasty in fact when we get to heaven that probably be the last thing we'll want to ask you but you might you know we might say jonah what in the world what was that like in that fish but jonah he cries out in desperation he was very desperate in fact this is what he says in the second chapter of jonah he says if i was in the fish three days and three nights from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord and said, he said, in my distress, I called to you. And he answered me from the deep in the realm of the dead. And I called for help. And you listened 
to my cry. You hurled me into the depths into the very heart of the seas, and the current swirled around me. All your waves, breakers, swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me. The deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. Oh, listen to that. There you get a picture of that. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. To the roots of the mountains I sank down. The earth beneath barred me forever. But you, Lord my God, brought me my life from the pit. You see, that's what God does. He brings us life. You might be in terrible desperation. You may have been going through the worst pain you've ever gone through. Our God is capable of bringing you out of that desperation to the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. Jonah said, from the depths of the grave, I called out. I mean, he knew his life was over. I mean, sure, he thought, well, how long am I going to live? There's no way I should stay alive. Have you ever had a, quote, belly moment? You finally hit rock bottom, and you cried out to God, God, save me from myself. I'm out of control. I have no direction. I continue to make poor choices. For many people, God is waiting for that call. Listen to this very carefully. God will always respond to a broken heart that calls out to him. You know what? I had a broken heart one time, more than once. But one time when my little boy was killed in the car wreck and laying there out in the street, and I went to pick him up, and I cried out to God, God, you said all things work together for good for those who believe. Lord, what good is this? I'll never forget that day. I'll never, ever, ever forget that day. And it's, there was silence. There was no voice from heaven that said, my son, your son is okay. My son, things will be well. I'll use it for my glory. No, there wasn't anything like that. I felt all alone. I felt in despair. But here's the key to all this, that Noah called on him. And I called on him too. That stopped. And so sometimes we try to figure things out on our own. We have to trust God with our lives. One's life is always different when you realize there is victory in Jesus. There is victory when you put your trust in him. Folks, I had to put my trust in him more than ever. And I'd been a pastor for years and my wife had to put our trust in him. Do you know 85% of marriages break up after a child is killed in such a manner? But we had to trust God to lead us. He was our only child. We had to trust God to give us victory in a very, very tough situation. And you know, he did. He did. Jesus Christ brings us victory in our lives. And he has nailed our sins to the cross. And his blood was shed so we could have forgiveness of sin and be able to walk in the light of God. Thank the good Lord Noah turned things around. Noah, he did too. But Jonah turned things around. Jonah made a difference in life. Jonah finally said yes to God after a, of a tough situation. And we're going to talk more about that tomorrow. So I hope that you will tune in because God wants to speak to us through tough situations. But we have to be willing to listen and we have to be willing to be obedient. May God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.